Hey there, zookeepers. We got a special Easter episode just for you with special guests Mary Runkle and a secret special guest. You just gotta listen. It's fun. Trust me. Anyways, if you're liking what you hear, go online to those iTunes. Give us a review. Anything you write, we will read on air. It's very fun. And then also, if you have any questions or have anything you want to be read online, email us at podzookypodcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast.com. There's a gmail between that.com too. You, 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 got, you got it. You, hey, buddy, you already got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Podzookypodcast at gmail.com. Unto Ghidra, what is Ghidra's? Ten to one, he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, What's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. That's really pretty. And I find that I'm like whispering a lot. And so it's almost ASMR makeup tutorials, which is so funny. It's me, sensual well, radio. What, what is that? to make you come. What is that? There's like a subgenre of videos that are like that, aren't there? Of like women speaking very gently. ASMR. Oh, yeah, it's all kinds of ASMR. Yeah. What? Ass sucking motherfucking rules. There's no F. Okay, I've been saying that all week. Fuck it, just add it. No, ASMR is like, it's like an audio sensory uh, something response. And what it is is where... It'll be like, feel the feather. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. And what happens is some people when they hear that stuff, the audio the audio being very soft and in a, like a certain way will give them like physical tingles in their body. They get like a phys- mm-hmm. physiological reaction to it, mm-hmm. and it happens to about 50% of the population. Some people really like ASMR and some people On a sexual level. just yeah. don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like when it was like first became popular, I watched a couple of videos and like did nothing for me. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I do. I do know I'm a super taster, though. Ooh. I'm a super taster too. Yeah, oh, that's why you love eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do enjoy doing that. It's, no, nice, no shame yeah. in that. No. I mean, if if the person's not into it, I'm not gonna just no go for it. No, no. But but damn. No, 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 okay. no. Nope. Well, that seems like a good place to get things nope. going. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to grab this here. Ooh, that's a nice tattoo. I remember oh, when yeah. you got that. Yeah. Looks good. Me and my brother. She's a cutie pie. Oh, look at that. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help it tune you. Yeah, I really wanted to dress up when I went to C2E2. Like, I couldn't find the baby Bjorn so I could be Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. Then I thought if I could get, like, a flannel shirt and, like, a hunter's cap, I could be Little Pete. But I was just never able to find anything. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I have that exact costume that I could have lent you. Ah, that's whatever. Like, I didn't think about that till like... A couple of days before, like I was just completely unprepared to go to that con. Like mm-hmm. I took like my camera and my backpack, which had like uh, my food and stuff uh, in it, and it was just like too much stuff to be carrying around. Which con was this? C two E two. Oh, this one. That was just last weekend. I wanted to go, but yeah, if I had more money too, because like I really wanted to meet Maurice Lamarche, but like it was like. 30, 40 bucks for yeah. a signature and a, and a picture. And it was kind of like, eh. You have to pay money? Yeah. yeah, which I felt like, I think there were some people who were on the main floor who, like, were giving autographs out for free, but, like, people were in the autograph thing area. It's, I mean, some people, it's how they make their living. Look, it's I mean, the it's, office. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I was, office. Thinking it was, I was thinking it was kind of so bullshit, but I don't understand the how the economics so of that work. 
this so is like the maybe best that's the only way true. they can afford to do it's it. Good, yeah, good it's all I, good. I mean, I like if, if they did it for free, like everything would be a lot more clogged and it'd be harder to do it. Ooh. There's there's a balance to it at some point. I, <coughs> I will say, I met uh, Charles Martinet a few years ago at Wizard Con, and I did have to pay to like get a picture with him and like have oh, yeah. him sign a thing. But I also say it was worth it because it was really fucking nice, and he just like we went along with everything. Yeah, if I like had a job, I probably would have been more comfortable spending the yeah. amounts of money. Hey, do you, you don't have, have your... a job? No. I don't have one either. It's so cool. Yeah. High five. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brandon, congrats on your new job. Hey, don't do not do that. <laughs> I can't say oh, where right. I'm working. Uh, hey, Brandon, congrats on being a fucking leech on society. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a leech on society. I said Brandon was, not you. Hey, I paid. I, I felt that though. Oh. I paid. I paid in to all that for all that unemployment. Yeah, I like, know. They took money out of my checks for oh, that shit. Oh, I'm not a fucking dick. I'm. God damn it. I haven't. I just don't work. I was trying so. to do a bad bit. I'm sorry. No, no, no I'm sorry. Do you have your Do you have your phone in the, the clip? Oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot we were doing this. Uh, I think we should. Should should look. Um, so, shouldn't we introduce everything and give context? Oh, that's true. That's probably a good idea. This is our first time doing this, so... Wait, have you done a podcast before? No. This is my first, too. Is it your first? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're just a bunch of... Guys. Vir- bunch of virgins. Welcome to the first episode of Podzuki, the first podcast ever made. <laughs> wow. And it's your first guest host... Fuck, I fucked it up already. <laughs> fucked it up. If, if I said oh, once, I'll say it again. You are a terrible host. Okay, yeah. You're not That's terrible, true. Brandon. You're wonderful. Thank you. I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. Um... <laughs> Hi, my name is Brandon. I sometimes host this. Hi, I also fucked it up. My name's Martin Felschman. <laughs> I'm Luke Evans Flip, and I'm your third co-host. The Rowdy the Boy. The bad boy, if you will. The Rowdy Boy. <laughs> and who's this? It's returning guest champion, Mary Runkle. Oh, hello. Hello, everybody. Wow, thank you. The word Podzuki got stuck in her throat, and she just had to come back. It did. got stuck in my throat. That's right. That beautiful voice at the end of every episode of Podzuki. (laughs) The words! Oh my gosh, there it is! Nice. (laughs) It's some good vibrato. It's so... Oh, God. I'm sorry. Cracking up in an old style. I love old style. I do, too. It's it's like... It's it's not that I don't like, like, nice beers. No, this is nice beer. (laughs) This is nice beer. Listen, it says right on here, Chicago-style is old style. It's got like monks making it. Oh. It's beautiful. But we watched a real big old stinking pile of turd. (laughs) And I thought it'd be funny. Okay, listen. A little background. So bad. This is going to come out in April. I was like, what if we did a freaking Easter themed one? We should get, there's a giant bunny film called Night of the Lepus. Came out in 1972. Let's watch it. It's bad. Yeah, no, you bad idea, Brandon. You know what? Not the first bad idea, not the last bad idea. No, you know, uh, that's how we learn. Here comes that's Peter Cottontail would work better because you got uh, what's Steel Tail? Is he the villain in that movie? Steel Tail? That sounds fucking what cool the fuck as hell. What are you talking about? It was it was like a Rankin Bass Easter movie. Where Is it like, like a, a mecha Peter Cottontail? Rankin- he had like a he had like a robot tail. Oh, what? dude! <laughs> and, he, and he dressed like a leather jacket. And, like, I fucked like, up so what? bad. I, I don't know. This sounds like a rabbit I want to fuck. <laughs> you guys don't didn't watch this movie when you were in no, school? No. It sounds so Jewish. good. Here like, comes Peter Cottontail, but there's Metal Tail. 
Yeah. Because he sounds fucking metal. Because, <laughs> like, uh, Peter Cottontail was trying to become the next Easter Bunny, but he slept in and, like, slacked off a little bit. Oh, that's and I, and typical. I, and I believe <laughs> there was a time travel element as well. <laughs> oh, my God. That seems oh, right. Did Peter Cottontail fuck his own mom? <laughs> no, he, he didn't pull a fry. Did I fuck Peter Cottontail's mom? Well, no, that was his grandmother. You would. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, we'll get to those jokes later. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this uh, I feel like we're going to go pretty quick through this because we have a lot of other fun things planned, but we got a little clip to get into this that we're going to queue up right now. Oh yeah, I'd say biggest name draw of this movie would probably be the uh, the great Rory Calhoun. Rory and, uh, Calhoun! I only know Rory Calhoun from this one Simpsons joke, which I absolutely <clears throat> love, so let's play that right now. Fair use audio. Oh, wait, wait. Let me get the volume up there. I didn't plan this. I'm sorry. We've never planned anything like this. I've never seen anything so adorable. You know who it reminds me of? No, no, no. A person. You know who I mean. Snoop Doggy Dog? Bob Barker? David Brenner? No, no. The person who's always standing and walking. Rory Calhoun? That's it. <laughs> what a what a Aww. weird call, but it's so great. Rory Calhoun. Uh, January Q Iron Tail is the name of the movie. That's an even cooler name. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Let me see this real quick. I'm going to start watching this movie while we do this oh, podcast. Yeah, then at least we'll have seen one decent movie tonight. Jesus fucking uh, Okay, yeah. so this 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 flaming piece of shit <laughs> was based off a Russell Bradson novel from 1964 called The Year of the Angry Rabbit that was written as a satire on capitalism. That's why there's giant rabbits in it. Wait, oh, how? dude, that's so cool. Well, he Holy looks shit. like the inventor from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he belongs in Wild West. He's got, like, if, if, the movie, if the movie was made in 71, if it had been made like uh, 10 years later, he would have been probably like a misunderstood like, goth sort of character. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at pictures oh, of January Q Iron Tail. I want to go out on a date with him. Let's look yeah. at this one. He looks yeah. like a generous lover. He does look like a generous lover. Look at those. Look at those. Big front teeth. Yeah. I don't know. For, about, for munching ass. I don't know about you guys, but I only want to vote for an Easter bunny who eats ass. Me too. Yeah, you know what? Let's put you that You were down. just knocking eating ass a second Listen, ago. Listen, stay away from my ass, but I want a politician who's a giver. Let's yeah. Put, okay. you know let's, put the, let's put the eat back in Easter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, this film... Is it's so stupid and so long? I didn't look it's at the so ti- long. I didn't look at the timestamp on it. It's but almost it's, two hours. It's the it's got the usual Pazuki tragedy of when it's a really bad film where it feels like we were watching it for five hours. It was a long movie. <laughs> I feel like you've probably like shortened our lives by like forty seven days. Oh god, I hope. all of the movies that we've seen that are just that's, like this feels like forty hours. That's the only good I could do for this world is oh. to kill us sooner <laughs> as soon as oh, possible. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. Oh, who's I'm that? Just look, I'm, this is Rory, who's that handsome this is Rory, feller? Rory Calhoun. I'm trying to. I think he was the main character. There's right? pictures of Dick Van Dyke. Oh, the one who's always standing and walking. Yeah, yeah. He he was Cole. He was the guy at the farm. Yeah, I don't the think main Dick Van Dyke. Oh no, yeah. maybe They're I, all Rory Calhoun. Maybe your tablet is upside down and I'm a little drunk. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's all like white leading men yeah. kind of. I think. Mary, are you trying to say that '50s handsome white men all looked alike? Because you're right. They may. This guy, he's cute. He is. I mean, they were all from the same mold, and that mold was racism. He honestly, he wasn't that cute. This movie. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's old. Well, this must be like a rough <laughs> cowboy. He, Ooh, had, bless you. he had a good haircut. We'll give him that. You you like the haircuts in this movie? A lot, a lot. of good haircuts in this movie. Interesting it's, haircuts. Yeah. Uh, does that mean it's time for a Mothra Paul's Drag Race? A Mothra no. Paul's Drag Race. Been-
facial hair that's not fashion. Uh, the hairstyle oh, oh, is fashion. Oh my goodness, look at this yeah. fascist. <laughs> Especially, like, I want to talk about, because, like, the belt buckles, everybody's belt buckle was fucking huge. Well, it was Texas. Great. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you know the, the message of this movie. It's hard to be gay in the 70s in the South. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's so hard. There is so one off-camera character that came in every once in a while, that like an older gentleman that always had like a very flamboyant <laughs> scarf or bandana. And we, kept, <laughs> we kept saying whenever he'd come on, man, it must be hard to be gay in the 70s in the South. <laughs> I don't know if that's inappropriate. I don't think it is, but also it that's made us laugh. Or, it was, I think it was. I think it was the. I think it was the neon green bandana that gave him away. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, th- I feel like that dude's role was kind of, if you needed like somebody to like give like exposition or a responding line to one of the main characters, but they didn't have one of the other main characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we should... He would come up, because I don't think he we ever got a name for him. He I guess definitely we, just kept the plot moving. We should set up the movie, actually. So it does start off with Rory Calhoun, um, which was played by... Or his character is uh, the rancher, Cole Hillman. It opens up, actually, with a, like, news sort of scene. About where... rabbits being a scourge to the earth and eating all of our fucking produce. To essentially yeah. explain the rationale why would they, they would put rabbits is the main antagonist in a monster movie. Right. Yeah. And there's a ton of stock footage. And it was weird because they were like, they eat all of the grain, they eat all of your produce, they created AIDS. It was like, trying to really villainize these rabbits. Well, uh, it wasn't planned too 9/11. Long. I mean, the AIDS part was a little dark, but when they got into 9/11, I was like, "Oh my god, this is really starting to make a lot of sense." Well, I you know, know what temperature rabbits burn at. <laughs> well, I always assumed that this was an Australian movie that yeah, had American actors because, like, it was not too long after Australia had a really big rabbit problem. Yeah, because like some people brought rabbits over there and they just decimated farmers. Yeah, they were always land. like, "Crikey, look at all these rabbits! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blooming onion." <laughs> oh jeez this mean we need to separate the races Russell Crowe <laughs> Vegemite <laughs> down and down that's not a knife this is a knife whenever I'm doing an Australian accent I will just walk around cleaning my house and every once in a while I'll just go Vegemite <laughs> oh, that's a new t-shirt um, are we still secretly in a Moth RuPaul's Drag Race too? Uh, sure, let's talk about fashion. Yeah, I think we're going in and out of this one. Um, but yeah, we're introduced to the, the, the main character, Cole Hillman, as his horse trips over a rabbit <laughs> hill. Right. And the horse, we joke that, oh, he's gonna have to shoot the horse, and then and he pulls then out his rifle and shoots horse. the horse. That poor horse. And probably the only good and funny part of this film. Yeah, because the horse wasn't even hurt. It was total pratfall. The horse just like shitty actor. The horse just yeah. like stopped and te- like toppled over. What should have happened was like the horse fell over and he broke his fucking leg because he was on the horse when it fell over. Which that was my first thought when the horse fell over. No, like, it's oh, really bro- easy if your horse falls himself. down to get off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, still, I think it would have been cool if he'd had like a leg cast the entire movie. Because <laughs> people do break their legs off of horses. Well, I mean, Only when been... they're thrown from horses, though. That yeah. would have been a good excuse for like drink the whole film. But I, yeah. maybe he didn't want that. Maybe he wanted a yeah. challenge. He's back in the age when like those he's old black to work and it. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's always standing and walking around. He's going <laughs> yeah. a broken yeah. leg. So this stupid fucker um, goes to his other bad friend, uh, Roy. DeForest Kelly. DeForest Kelly. <laughs> the, the Dr. McCoy. Yeah. And his friend Roy, who's a scientist, and he's like, we gotta do something about all these rabbits. And they're like, what if, instead of poisoning or shooting them, which seems very easy and conventional, 
Let's give them hormones that will make them not want to fuck good. Mm-hmm. And then they're all on board right away. There's not even like a, this sounds bad or a bad idea. No, the, the farmer uh, did kind of have for a second when he, when uh, DeForest Kelly first brought up his name. Like, yeah, he got rid of the coyotes, but he did it too good. I haven't heard a coyote in them hills in the past five years. Which right. is a Great weird thing rabbits. to say. And yeah. that's why they have all the rabbits, though. Well, this kind of movie, there should be an environmentalist message with like the... like. Kind of like a Jurassic Park sort of thing. I have like, a you feeling can't... that if you read the book, <laughs> it's yeah. probably yeah. in there. <laughs> uh, I read the book. It's better. Hey, well, what was the name of the book that it was? Uh, the Year of the Angry Rabbits. Did you look that up? Like any of the plot at all? Because I, because I, I, I believe that it wasn't based on the book. Some asshole in Hollywood just had like, hey, you know, if we like brought some rabbits and built miniatures around them, they'd look giant. Well, I didn't read a single thing about it because I'm illiterate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. And I think some some producer had the idea, then somebody came out like, hey, somebody wrote a book with basically the exact same premise, so we need to get the rights from them before we can make this movie. Uh, I did read in the Wikipedia article, they even mentioned it too, that this was a book that was written as a satire that was pretty farcical and silly, and that the movie played it completely straight, not getting the message. Yeah, yeah it's like a reverse Doctor Strangelove. Which yeah. I highly Wood assholes. Uh, reverse Doctor Strangelove. I did that a few times in college. Yeah. Don't oh, Doctor Normal Hate. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There that's, where, that's, that's where you like uh, make the rest of your body go numb, yeah. but you keep your hand where you can feel stuff. <laughs> yeah. You touch yourself. It's very hard to do. You have to put yourself in a freezer for twenty minutes. Yeah, you have to almost kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but the orgasm. Ooh, Amazing. chef's kiss. <laughs> like you ever had a orgasm at the front and the back no no <laughs> i guess it's possible because the prostate being simulated and jerking yourself off at the same time right that sounds like an orgasm mullet <laughs> oh yeah party in the front party in the back <laughs> come in the front come in the back <laughs> yeah. well this is bad um yeah. so they uh they talk about how they're gonna do this as they're introducing these new hormones that the doctor's been experimenting to his daughter and his wife there, his wife played by Janet Leigh, who's famously Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Oh, ja- sorry, Janet Lee, who's famously Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, mm. and the woman from both Psycho and Manchurian Candidate and a few other movies. Um, but anyways, their daughter is like, I like rabbits, and she like when they're talking, takes one out of the cage that they're experimenting and puts it with the other rabbit. She switches the rabbits from yeah. like one from the control group with one in the main group that they're giving the hormones to. I don't, I guess she feels bad for the hormone ones? Yeah, and she wanted the hormone rabbit as her pet. She wanted to save him from the uh, experiment. Yeah, because they have one scene where, like, you see some sluggish rabbits, and he's like, oh, you can't give them hormones without ruining their nervous immune systems. system. Yeah, yeah, nervous system. Yeah, he said they put their nervous system into shock, and the rabbits looked pretty fucked up. Like, yeah. I was concerned. Like, as a as a human being who, who cares for animals, I, I have we got... Have we got any information on uh, animal cruelty in this So, so film? I'm just assuming it was the 1970s, so yes. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, it's one thing to give them a little Benadryl, because that's pretty safe to give to any animal, but it's another thing I if, mean, like... You did see the later scenes where they're just throwing them in garbage cans, right? No, no. Well, they, they, were, they were placing they were, them, they were, they were them in garbage cans. Garbage cans. Yeah, but that placing is a weird them. thing. Like, why were they, they were using garbage cans? Yeah, like, the kind of garbage can that Oscar the Grouch lives yeah. in. No, yeah. because they're tall, but they had, and they're handy. They had access to cages. We see many cages in this movie. <laughs> It does seem like just weird to I think put the like. Cages belong to the farmer. <laughs> and cages should be free. 
<laughs> and guys, don't worry. I'm Googling right now, did Night of the Lepus hurt rabbits? So I'll solve this mystery right now. I think a couple of rabbits probably got hurt, but I think they probably... It looks like they took some care to not hurt rabbits. I think they did, because well, I don't see anything here. We know that they shot that horse. They didn't shoot the horse! They didn't shoot the horse. They totally shot that horse. It you was just in, want to shoot a horse. No, it was in Rory Calhoun's contract. He was like, I'm killing as many horses. Well, I can also imagine the director care. being like, Ugh, our budget's so tight, we're filming the scene last, we can't afford fake bullets. <laughs> we got all these real bullets. <laughs> okay, we can shoot the horse, but we're not going to put the camera on it. No. Yeah. No, but we're going to collect that horse's life insurance policy to fund the rest of this movie. That's right. <laughs> that would explain the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> And, and why they, you know that a horse doesn't have a big life insurance, so they didn't have any money. Rory Calhoun right. was married to that horse, so he got all that money. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird how he, they spent five minutes of him making out of that horse before he shot <laughs> That was weird, because the horse's mouth is so much bigger than his mouth. But he made it work. I He's know. a good actor. He is a good actor. Walking, <laughs> walking, standing, and yeah. kissing. But the, but, so the daughter demands one of the rabbits is taking part in the experiment. And they Who, get by her. the way, is played by what's her face? Naomi Judd. Naomi Judd. I, yeah. yeah, we'll just say that's true. I don't. I look think it, it up. was Naomi Judd. Oh, no, wait, it oh. was. It was Brooke Shields. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Foster. <laughs> Which we kept the name that we were using. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Because it's not actually Jodie Foster. It, no, it I not. really think it is, though. You know yeah. what? We're just going to say it's Jodie Foster. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of those rabbits are trying to kill her to impress when, President when? Ronald Reagan. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. well, you know, he is the sexiest president. <laughs> he was a, about... Seven years away. You remember yeah. how he's always like, hey, hey guys, my True. dick's so big. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. He said that at the Berlin Wall. Yeah. <laughs> I know how I'm going to knock this wall down. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev, put up this wall so we can stop these giant rabbits. I saw a movie about it. Jelly Veggie Moit. <laughs> It's Gorbachev. <laughs> oh man, we should watch I just more want to terrible create a movies. TV show so you can play an Australian <laughs> character. Yeah, that's the only line I'm gonna say. <laughs> that'll be that'll be like your expletive, like oh Vegemite, crikey, <laughs> this big old gator. <laughs> what, what goes good in a salad? I don't know, Vegemite. <laughs> I thought that was for toast. No, a veggie. What veggie. goes good as all? Vinegar. I get it. It's a pun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Well, I'm a mess. I'm sorry. So the the girl accidentally releases the the hopped up horn rabbit because oh, her because Hormone the rabbit. farm uh, farmer's son because is all pissed off because the rabbits killed his chickens. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. howdy doody, you turned into a real boy. <laughs> yeah. Was like wearing what? the tiniest cowboy hat ever. Or, yeah, like, <laughs> his hat oh, was. My dad can't buy me a bigger hat because these rabbits killed my chickens. My dang old big head. Um, <laughs> right, and he was like, the rabbit is is vermin, so you can't keep it as a pet, yeah. right? That yeah. was the whole yeah. thing. But then that just releases the rabbit back with the other rabbits. Yeah, and that's and she's like, don't tell my mother. Yeah, yeah. she can never know. <laughs> she can never know. Here's, here's the moral of this movie: kids fuck everything up. Yeah. It's still kind of crazy, so because that, the one rabbit was treated with hormones. Yeah, look what they, they did with Jackson another Street. rabbit, rabbit, and that led to giant rabbits. No, I think the rabbit that got treated with the hormones started growing because they were testing the rabbits. Remember, they had little rabbits and big rabbits. They're like, oh fuck, these rabbits are so big. Yeah, they said something about birth defects. Yeah, so. and so I think what happened was the rabbits they got that got the hormones started getting bigger. Mm. 
and so it created an entire herd of but only the the one that was a part of the experiment got out right yeah. it must and have... it was fucking non-stop you know you know how rabbits are you know how it had be. to it had to have been like about like them like breeding and multiplying yeah. but it's still yeah. like i think it might be a plot hole you know, I think the movie I feel might like have they, a plot hole. Perhaps they should have shown more rabbits fucking. It, that would have yeah. helped. It does I seem, mean, like, even then, like, a rabbit's got to be pregnant for at least a week, right? Yeah, it does no, seem like I this... think they're, they're pregnant for a while. Yeah, yeah a good long I, while. Oh, yeah, yeah that I, is fucked This yeah. film did take place like over, six like, weeks? A, well, that's the thing. They created super rabbits that fucking multiply real fucking quick. Oh. And they already, although this does mean that all the rabbits that died on screen were, like, a day old. They kill babies. They have like good murder instincts for being that. You know, old. it would have yeah. gone towards the environmentalist messages they'd had. Like, oh, six weeks later, everything's going great on the farm. The rabbits have not, but but then these giant rabbits start showing up. Yeah. And is yeah. that is that part of like is that part of the satire where the rabbits are little just, little cute herbivores and now all of a sudden they're like carnivorous monsters because they've been introduced to capitalism. Yeah, because capitalism. <laughs> And they were happy with vegetables, but now they want meat. I also just thought of the best sequel to this film, which is the exact opposite, where they end up breeding super tiny cute rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> like the Tea ones that rabbits. look like a baby rabbit all the time. I think yeah. they have those. Yeah. I bet they're very expensive. They're like as big as a caterpillar. Oh, what a cute little rabbit. And they can all eat one leaf to survive for a whole herd. <laughs> and it's called, dang, look at this cute movie. <laughs> the sequel to Night of the Lepus. <laughs> And tragically, though, because somebody actually steps on them all. They would have to build, like, giant trees and bushes for that movie. And I think that would be the best thing in the world. Yeah, that would be really to good. To make regular rabbits look Speaking cool. of giant bushes, let's get back to talking about these studs. Yeah, so the first time we see any of the giant rabbits, uh, the daughter and Howdy Doody are going to an old abandoned gold mine. Like that's where the rabbits. Yeah, are I think they're like huff paint or something. I don't know. Yeah, they're living in they're living in a gold mine. They yeah. killed the prospector. Yeah, yeah we Uncle never got Billy. to see Captain Billy. <laughs> Captain yeah. Billy, yeah, it was Captain Billy, which is like like even creepier than. I'm Uncle. telling you, that kid was taking her to the mine to play doctor. I know this exactly what was happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. As soon as he's like, "Oh, you want to keep riding?" and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Let's go to the mine." And yeah. I was like, oh. he's he was ready for checkup. He did say, "I already checked with your parents. They said it was fine." Yeah, I know. Yeah, that said was that. really weird. Yeah, that was weird. He's like, "You got to meet Captain like that, Billy." Like that, that kid, uh, maybe is a he was the real monster. Yeah, the kid is the is. I don't like that fucking they, kid. They played this movie like straight in so many different ways. There's yes. not, oh yeah, but it's still bad. So bad. That's another thing we should talk about. There's not a single joke in this entire. Not, not one. I think the movie I, itself. I feel is a like joke. I feel like if to play this movie straight, like you would have to have somebody like David Lynch direct it. Yeah, to where it just be completely fucking insane. Oh, I fucking love that. that yeah, would, that David Lynch directing this movie would be fucking awesome. The thing is, the ending would be so confusing, and no one would watch it. Yeah, there would be a bunch of like anthropomorphic rabbit people. Yeah, at the very end. and I'd get I'd be like halfway through the movie, like this is actually really interesting, and then you know I'd be like, oh. Once the rabbits start, you know, playing checkers over the pickle barrel in yeah. the general store, and Mildred is just like serving them, you know, food. Yeah, and then like, one thought... of them just takes like you know a bunch of nitros, and they're like, "Rabbit wants to fuck." Yeah, <laughs> it's very. I don't know. I mean, I like David Lynch. He's got great, a great head of hair, but good holy head of shit, hair. I, his his I can't. And every this. interview is like, "Do you want to talk about transdental mentation?" <laughs> it's like, "No, I don't." <sighs> Maybe we can talk about my sandwich recipes. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm very particular about my sandwiches. I have my own line of coffee. It's great. Um, <laughs> I, bet yeah. he's, I bet he's got a good line of coffee. Yeah, I've yeah, heard it's pretty good. Yeah, my friend Ben swears by it. He swears by a lot of things. Ben who? <laughs> Uh, Fold five. He's he's, <laughs> he's not a comedian. He's a real person. I don't want to like give his name out. Oh, okay, <laughs> must, fair enough. Man, look at him. Uh, anyways, back to the stupid film. So, uh, I guess the the daughter sees the rabbit before the shitty kid does, and it scares her so much she goes into like a weird coma. Yeah, she goes like into shock. Oh, yeah, yeah. She goes into shock, and that's when uh, and they the, cover her, cover her up with a towel. Yeah, yeah the, the <laughs> lifeguard. That's what I said yes. in the screen. The doctor prescribed five hundred milligrams of towel. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so weird because it was clearly a towel. It was not a, a towel. blanket. It was not a blanket. It's like yeah, I guess you can put it on top of her. Right. But it must so have been a huge towel because it was folded like no, three times. No, it was a normal. Normal towel. She was a little child. It's full. True. Oh, true. It was a, she fine, it was a normal. Adult. It looked like I have those towels in my in my bathroom. That wait, wait. Let's talk about this towel more. Honestly, what? It, if, they listen, got the towel from Target. I think it makes perfect sense because that way it does work as a blanket to keep her warm. But if she gets uh, too sweaty, it also absorbs the sweat. Yeah, and if she gets way too turned on by all those sexy, sexy rabbits, she can use it to sop up all of her juices. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's pretty good. I, I hate that so much. I hate myself. It's pretty good though. I mean, no. it was a big towel. She's a child. That's a horrible thing to say. That's true. Yeah, it's funny. I wasn't gonna mention the child part again. I'm a bad person. It's okay. She's dead now. Anyways. I think the biggest problem. No, she's not. She's Jodie Foster is alive and well. And she listens to this podcast. Oh no, we Jody, were... I'm sorry. We kept talking about how like this movie should have had more jokes. I think the better like. I kept thinking of that movie Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of like we how I think that. this movie should have been played. I don't want to see that movie again. Why? Do you I have spiders? Like yeah. I have arachnophobia too. Oh, yeah. But that movie's pretty silly. Arachnophobia, is. though, is a fucking fantastic movie. But that also is scary if you're scared of the spiders. Yeah. I don't think so. And John Goodman is so good in it. John. I do remember as a kid, like, I never watched arachnophobia, but it was on sci fi once, and they showed a commercial with, like, a bunch of co- uh, spiders coming out of the. Yeah, the, it's like no fucking way. In a, fa- in a fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that scared the shit out me, but I'm not really afraid of spiders anymore. I used to be really freaked out about them. I'm now, so scared of spiders. Now, like, if they're, like, uh, if they're, like, just chilling in the corner of my room, I'll leave them around, because we have other bugs. Throw a ham. I <laughs> think they eat. Do you live, like, in a cave or something? No, we just have, <laughs> we just have like, a bug problem. I mean, I really, we really never get spiders, we just have a bit of a, like, the tiny roaches. Oh. We get a bunch of those. Mm-mm. There's a little like I don't know what you call them, but they got like a little like silver thing in their back. They're not silverfish. Mm-hmm. They just have like a little white oh, dot on their yeah. back. Yeah, what are those things? Uh, Luke, you gotta move, man. Yeah, you gotta I, move. You gotta get the fuck out of there. It's not that bad. I mean, it's it's just the building. They get together. Really, they sing songs. They tell me to kill people. It's not like I'm a, it's not like I'm a restaurant. You yeah. know what? You know who says it's not that bad? Abuse victims. That those roaches are. Taking advantage of you. Yeah. Okay. Well, they keep I mean, telling you to be home by nine. If not, you come back with a black eye. And if I... we build a court of law to where I can take the roaches to, I will do something <laughs> yeah. about it. But right now, the rent's re- cheap. A restraining order. And uh, <laughs> roach will never respect man's law. They do respect cat law, though, which is very strange. I don't know why. <laughs> See, yeah, if my cats would kill and eat more bugs. Like, my cat will eat any moth that comes in the apartment. But, but roaches, fuck roaches? In, yeah, he doesn't really Sad to hear your so cat's far, a racist. bougie-ass cat. <laughs> yeah. I guess that he'd be racist towards moths because they're the ones he eats. Yeah, exactly. I think what you need to do is seize the means of production. If you were a cannibal, would it be more racist to <laughs> only eat black people or to not 
only yeah, white definitely. People. I feel like it's not like the cannibalism absolves you of racism. <laughs> no, I feel like if you're cannibal, probably you're very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I like this this line of thought is very funny to me like if you got caught committing hate, a hate crime you're like oh quick we gotta eat somebody fast <laughs> well it's not like you're a cannibal first and then a criminal second I think what you yeah, are Jenner Silver first I think if you're a cannibal <clears throat> then you know what tastes good to you come and that <laughs> yes cannibals love come <laughs> I'm glad we're setting the bar solo because this movie is so bad it's so bad it's once again this happens in so many episodes of Batsuki of like it, it felt so long but we could summarize this plot in a paragraph so yeah. we're just stretching like we're There's just really it's not like fucking even yoga a here. main character because no. like I guess the rancher well, is kind the of the city of New York <laughs> Wait a minute. New York's not even in this movie. New York City? Yeah. I love their salsa. They actually do have some good salsa from New York City. I, yeah. Called I, Pace. No. Pace wasn't from New York Pace City. Oh, I didn't pay attention to those commercials. It's from <laughs> Old El Paso. Yeah, that was the entire no. point of the fucking commercials. No, I thought it was about people yelling at people. No, no it was about like you can't have salsa made in New York. I'm right, right? That was yeah, the you are right. I I'm think just being so. Funny. I think that's the yeah. But so I can also see in my head being like, no, it's from is, New York City, but it actually is good. There were no giant rabbits in the Pace Picani sauce commercial. We don't know that. Which it's, it's kind <laughs> of, we don't know that. It's kind they of could shitty. have been running the cameras. Yeah. I know. Oh, it's, that's cute. It's, it's terrible that this movie was the shitty version of those commercials. Yeah. Jackalopes. <laughs> Jackalopes were fake, right? Yes. Yeah, they are. Okay. They should be real. They're, that would be they're, awesome. They're a creature of myth. If so we lived in a just world, fake, they would be real. Well, I, I say fake because I, I always thought they were like were some of the were like those like roadside also roadside oh, attractions. They time to play the like new T-shirt jingle on a fucking jackrabbit and call it jackrabbit. I do want to say time to play the new T-shirt jingle. T-shirt. Because I want a T-shirt that says jackalopes. Are they real? <laughs> <laughs> what what what, what oh, was God. the that Canadian uh, funny video show from the nineties? America's Did... funniest home videos. No, not the Bob Saget one. The other one, Canadian? the Canadian one. Had a funny Trigger video warning? show. Yeah, but they had like those uh, segments where it was like a jackalope wearing like a a uh, flower print shirt. Oh. I believe that was America's Funniest Home That videos. was America's Funniest Home they had But that was a Canadian pro- Was that a Canadian produced show? I have no fucking idea. Didn't he have like a silly voice too they gave him? Yeah, it was but I think like, it was cool as hell. It wasn't the what one. Why do you fucking care if it's Canadian or not? I'm just saying like I thought America's Funniest Home Videos was the Bob Saget one. It is. Well, and that's they not had the one the I'm thinking about. I'm thinking they about had the Jackalope. Somebody text Tyler Jackson. I know he knows what I'm talking I'm about. I'm on it. I'm going to call Tyler Jackson right now. <laughs> Do you think I should just call him? It's in just LA. Call him. Yeah, it's what, 9.30 there. He's fine. He's awake. Have we gone through any of the story of this movie? No. I they mean, made no kind of. the little girl let the rabbit go. They they got big and then they had to kill them all. Because yeah. they're murdering five people. Yeah. I, 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 I remember thinking that like they shouldn't have given her any of the rabbits because they're fucking scientists. And well, you she don't was just switching get rid cages. Of... She's fucking switching cages. Yeah. I mean, that's true, but like, even then, like they still shouldn't have given her one from the control group. No, they definitely shouldn't have. All right, I'm just calling Tyler. Their... Yeah. Like, listen, those, those parents are definitely <laughs> wrong but at the same time. It was that America's little, Funniest Home Videos. It wasn't America's Funniest Home Videos. It was America's Funniest Home Videos. 
Because he might be doing a comedy show because he's successful. <laughs> yeah, he's in LA. I, I believe it was... Aren't we like four losers in a basement apartment right now? Yeah. Well, we're going to leave a message, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Oh, God. Blah, 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 blah. You can't hear the actual phone number. No, you don't want to know the number. <laughs> okay. Get ready, Luke. Need... Oh. Please record your message. All right, Luke, go. When you have finished recording... Tell him to call back as soon as he gets it. for more options. Oh, hey, Tyler, we're trying to figure out what that Canadian uh, funny video show from the 90s was where it had, like, the, the bits with, like, the jackalope. It's and not I, a Canadian. It's America's America Funniest America's Home, home Videos. Video. That was the Bob Saget one. This is not the Bob Saget one. It I was think, the I think, Bob Saget one. one. No, I think Dave Coulier, like, Bob Saget would do funny voices. I'm just... Was tell Bob, them what the show is so they know I'm not crazy. Was Bobcat Goldwaith in it at some point? Maybe. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. All right. Well, call us back as soon as you can so we can get this on yeah. Podzuki. <laughs> Thanks. Love you. Hope, I hope LA's been going good. Uh, tell Sarah we said hi. Bye. <laughs> I love Sarah. That's she's great. so lovely. Yeah, she's Both great. past guests. Not surprised. Yeah. My wife texted me something. I saw that come up as we were. What did she say? Do you guys edit this? Of course you do. Barely. Barely. <laughs> oh, when I used to do the podcast, uh, it would take me like six or seven hours to do editing on a on an episode. It would take a long time. Okay, so it is Canadian, yeah. but it's America's Funniest People. Oh! It was Dave Coulier, and it was yeah. after America's Funniest Home Video. That's confusing yeah. on so many levels. I remember, because we saw like half the cast of Full House on Friday night. No, we saw Full House on Friday night. And then America's Funniest Home Videos on, I think it was Sunday night, right? Yeah, it was, I can't remember the days, but I Because it couldn't have been Saturday night. Nobody's watching TV on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. America. Yeah. America. America. This, this is you. you. Bum, bum. Take a look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the last lyrics they ever put in. Yeah. <clears throat> but okay, mystery solved. All right, there we go. <laughs> Still glad we called Tyler. <laughs> oh my god! Tyler, Tyler Jackson just, just sent me one one text back. Dave Coulier. <laughs> America, America. Uh, also, I want to say, in order to figure out this information, I googled Jackalope funny videos nineties. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Jesus Christ. So, of course, Dave Coulier did the voice of the jackalope. Not uh, fucking De- Bob Sir Saget. Dave Danny. Coulier. Sir, really? Sir Dave? He's been no, knighted? I think that's, I think that's a joke. From he's been knighted Rock. by the king of Canada? I feel like he should be knighted. Uh, I think Canada has an emperor. Yeah. Not a king. Yeah, what? Emperor Maple Leaf. <laughs> no, Just like no. Japan. Yeah. No, no. Canada yeah. has a prime minister. No. No, it's an emperor. No. <laughs> They, they, I stand corrected. Please excuse we me. We only had you on this podcast to gaslight you into thinking Canada has an emperor. <laughs> so we're, actually we Cana- we're actually a Canadian super patriot show. Yeah. So. Oh, man. You guys remember Super Dave? R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Of course, I remember I love Super Dave. Super Dave. He had such a... I remember I went through a phase where I wanted everything to be hosted by Super Dave Osborne. I still do. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's like a person with a high-pitched voice and a person with a deep voice talking at the exact same well, time. Oh, yeah. His voice is like... His voice is... It, I don't know what it is about that guy. The thing is, I liked it when he was younger and he used to actually attempt stunts. 
That was my favorite thing. Yeah. I don't remember actually Tim Stunts. I just I remember him playing Super Dave Osborne in person. Like he was on Living Color and stuff. Yeah. Yes, in Living Color. Oh, but man. I always remember it being like a joke to where like he would and then he would just end up as like compressed into like a ball because of the he went through. He was so great on Kirby Enthusiasm too. He yeah. was he is, so good. He is Albert Brooks's brother. Yeah. So oh. we should talk about the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, mm, weren't mean, we discussing mustaches? Yeah, so one of them has a mustache that looks like a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. And that looks like my dad's mustache. Which was also... Boomerang. My dad has a cool mustache. He's a nice guy, too. My dad did at one point, but he got rid of it. He didn't want to probably know he's a sex fiend. Well, there, there are a lot of nameless people in this movie. Like, when, people who just show up and, like, maybe they said their names, but they don't say it multiple and times. And they get killed so by rabbits really instantly. Sure. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's... I mean, let's... To catch up to speed, once again... Shitty girl lets rabbit loose. They make giant rabbits. Child. The rabbits start killing people. Yes. They talk about all these plans on how to get rid of these rabbits. Mm-hmm. So eventually they get all together and they say, let's get all these moviegoers to line up their cars and turn the lights on to track the rabbits. At the drive-in. They went to the drive-in with a, a bullhorn. Police, a police officer pulls up to a drive-in movie theater and announces, there are killer rabbits on the loose. We need all of you to pull your cars up so we can distract them. There's not a single joke. He's like, did everyone get this? And they're like, honk, honk. We did. Thank you, police officer. We and support then, your class war. Yeah, and, and then, then all of them go to help. And like, not any, none of them, like, just, like, hang back for a second. Yeah. And like, I'm going to finish watching the and fucking movie. And not a yeah. single person has their pants off. What if this Nobody's is a world, in the back seat. what if this is an alternative reality where no one fucks? Hey, look. It's gotta be. What, what was that thing you said when the police showed up? Oh, yeah. Attention fingers and fingeries. <laughs> <laughs> so all these stupid pieces of shit line up their cars. They turn the lights. It attracts the rabbits. And meanwhile, the plot B that's going on is that the shitty girl and her mother got trapped in an El Dorado by all the rabbits. They fly a helicopter down with our... Where were they going? They were going nowhere, to just like this no. film. They, they said earlier they were going to a lodge. They were like, "You stay here and solve all this out. Yeah, we'll just get away lodge. from here." Because, because don't don't you remember? Uh, all the newsmen are going to come there. That's not a place for a woman, right? Yeah, he's like all oh, the newsmen, and I was like, "Well, not the women." And then you were like, "This isn't a home at class." <laughs> and she was like, "If they know how to use typewriters, I they said can't it facetiously." It's no, it's fine. This yeah. isn't a home at class. What am I even doing here? But it, but it, it, it is kind of like. Why are there no paved roads? Like, this is supposed to be the American Southwest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like in 1971, they made the highways and roads and shit in, like, the 60s, right? Yeah. I think this was, you know, in, like, it was kind of out in the, in on a farmland. True, but when she got that El Dorado stuck, like, as soon as she turned off that path, like, you're gonna get stuck in that dirt. It's clearly soft dirt. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, she's a woman driver. What's she know? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's she should know more. We'll let a baby drive, <laughs> but only, we won't let a woman drive. If only she had access to education. <laughs> like, I, I, I just kept, like, I just kept thinking it was going to turn over. Guys, I did uh, that joke bad. I should have said, I've heard of a baby driver, but a woman driver? <laughs> there we go. That's better. Thank yeah, you. We, uh, much better. we forgot to talk about the doctor. <clears throat> oh, oh yeah. The only person of color in the entire film. Oh yeah, that doctor. He I was... thought you guys were talking about uh, Niles Calder. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Niles. And the only Crane. character that had a name because they said, "Oh, was that Doctor Leopold?" Yeah. <laughs> Not a joke. They didn't well, say that. Like at first, he seems like a completely reputable, reputable doctor. Oh, yeah. You should see him adjusting the focus on that microscope. It looks like he's a real doctor. Like talk someone... about how the the amazing things forensic scientists science can do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Saliva. Uh, yeah, finds trace amounts of saliva on all the 
because like uh, the rabbits attacked a box. man in a refrigerated truck. Yep, the boxes have been gnawed. Who stopped by the side of the road to check the back of his truck? Which is we're not weird. really sure why. I, I, just, he, but I then suspect he throws, it was fudge sickles. Yeah. yeah. Then he throws all of his credibility out the window with one of the best lines in the film. <laughs> so what are you saying? We're dealing with vampires here? And then he says, I wouldn't rule it out. <laughs> I think he was like, maybe, possibly. Yeah, yeah he, said he said possibly. He said possibly. He, he had a giant like, oh. clipboard that he flashed to the screen that said vampires and then put a check mark <laughs> next to it. <laughs> I wish that was true. I wish there was one fucking joke in this film. I've never been. He just so always thinks it's vampires. Yeah. That's always his first go-to. Like right. probably vampires that killed this guy. You know what? Yeah. I think that's because he is a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying yeah, to movie, trying to deflect blame by being the first to go after the vampires. <laughs> yeah. They'll never suspect me. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe this movie was supposed to be like a '70s take on Blade, but like. We weren't ready for that, so they just put him in like one minute of the movie. This movie's a soft open for Blade. <laughs> what was the importance of the dude in the wheelchair? Uh, he, he had a dumb haircut. I thought the oh, rabbits yeah. took his legs. <laughs> I, was that a joke that you guys made? Yeah, but that, it's yours. That I assumed was in the movie. But we but do it, need to talk about his haircut, which is he had... He had a good haircut. He had a big old chrome dome with the hair on the side, but in the center of his bald head, he had a little dollop of hair. Like, imagine somebody who's, like, kind of balding, has, like, a ring going around, like, the horseshoe. top back. Yeah, like a horseshoe in the sides of their head. But then at the very front, he's got this perfectly quaffed little tuft of black hair. Like yeah. a weird baby. Pin curl. It was a pin yeah. curl. Yeah, like how like a baby in like a Tom and Jerry cartoon would and look. And his beard was groomed like Al Borland. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. From Tool and Time. I guess he was another one of the doctors, but he never really seemed to have importance. And I keep wondering, was the actor like... I hope the actor was bound to a wheelchair because they just put this guy in a wheelchair for no really happen. good reason and not yeah, him being the main he, character. So I think he just has. I think he uses a wheelchair. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, okay with that then. No, I think he was just like real lazy during the shooting of this film. He didn't want to put any effort in. He was like, "This movie sucks. I'm sitting down." I think it's much more likely that <laughs> that's the Mary's case. He the just best. didn't want to stand up. I spent four hours doing my hair. I'm not fucking walking for this. Well, well, he also he had like a, he did had like the whole like. Uh, blanket in his lap thing, yeah, like yeah. Professor Xavier sort of thing, mm-hmm. but it didn't look like it was tucked very well. Yeah, so he probably doesn't do it very often. Wow, you really took a ho- long, hard look at that wheelchair. Yeah, I was very concerned. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, going back, they've lined all these lights up because it's by the train tracks, which they can electrify. As the army pulls up with machine guns and then flamethrowers, and then we watch. <laughs> them kill the giant rabbits every way possible. Well, they they, they just... take they take some lines from the uh, electrical poles and yeah. connect them to the train tracks, so it'll be like a electrified gate that where they'll yeah. run over. I right. guess they're trying to like force them to go yeah. through this one place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they 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 machine gun them down. They electrified them. Uh-huh. They set them on fire. They play wagon wheel too loud. Rory Calhoun had a handgun. Yeah, they have They're a handgun. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you'd think like at least the main scientists would be like, let's try and yeah. save some of them if no. we can help it. But no, they just kill all. And at the end, them. it's just a. It's just a field of little mounds of fur, and they're all just smoking. Yeah, but like we said, they probably had a really great right. stew. And then Jim Carrey's the mask came by and said, "Smoking." <laughs> <laughs> this will make sense in about twenty years. 
So this movie was soft open for Blade and the Max. <laughs> so great film. What was, what was Jim Carrey like five yeah. at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he was probably there somehow. In yeah. yeah. So that's basically making his butt talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's basically that would have saved the film. <laughs> that's basically the summation of the film. They cut to the two parents from earlier talking after a football game. About, oh, it looks like everything's back to normal. And they're like, great. And then their kids walk through a field and they cut to a menacing shot of just two normal rabbits. Yep. Which, With like, their little noses mm-hmm. sniffing. Which, yeah, comparing it to, like, the kaiju movies we walk for, like, act, like Japanese kaiju movies, the plane with the train tracks wouldn't have worked. Yeah. And there would have been another scene after that. Which, like, I'm glad there wasn't another scene oh, after that. Because we were ready for the movie to be over, but. It's just like like I like I said I still think it was just a producer who had the idea like oh if we take these take normal sized rabbits that are like a dollar a piece forty put, cents yeah back in seventies money probably <laughs> <laughs> and then we put build like a, spend a couple of bucks to do like miniature sets around them they'll look giant and then we'll put it in slow motion so that they'll move slow although that's not how you make yeah. things look. Like they're moving giant so, up the frame rate. Everything felt that. like they like kind of miscalculated it slightly. Yeah, because it seems like they were trying to do like a throwback to the '50s kind of like sci-fi movies. That yeah, you see at a drive-in, but they didn't make it like campy or fun or threatening or interesting or. Yeah. Anything. It feels like a movie that was made by older filmmakers mm, who did because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff they could have done with camera work that they didn't do because they just didn't know how. This does no. It, this does feel like a movie from the 40s just made in the 70s. Yeah, because this was 72, and like six years later, Star Wars would come 40s. out. Yeah, yeah and the, if this movie were the 50s, it'd probably be, it probably would have blown people's tits off. Tits straight off. Yeah. Just straight pew, pew. Like, where are my tits? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I watched Night of the Lepus. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in front of me on the floor. Please, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. So I, Ugh. I'm gonna propose something new, just for this film, and something I want to do in the future. We're going to ratings. We usually have our. So each year we change it. As you know, the first year you're Pazuki non Pazukis, which still makes no sense to anybody. I thought we were Jesus Zukis. I think we did say Jesus Zukis at one point. <laughs> then after that, we had the Goro rating system, which is Goro from Mortal Kombat with four arms, so you could do four thumbs up, four thumbs down, so far and so forth. All right. And now we're doing crab versus turtles. Crabs versus but turtles. Not today. I'm I'm just I'm stating something new. When a movie's this bad and you know we're all gonna hate it, I don't wanna do a rating. I wanna have a nuclear option where we can all put our key in, turn it, and we can all say this movie both blows and sucks ass at the same time. I'm putting my key in and I'm turning it. Mary? I'm turning it. I'm turning that key. Luke? Uh I guess I'll turn the key too. Martin. Pure pressure has doomed us all. I'm putting that key in. The nuke's going off. This movie blows and sucks and ass sucks. at the same time. No, at the same time, I do want to say, like, if you're, like, hanging out with, like, you got friends coming from out of town, and, like, you want to put something on in the background, and you don't have any records, like, while you should just talk, put on hardcore This movie would probably be pretty okay. Like, I don't understand. Is I mean, I have a DVD of a fireplace that I put on. Yeah, that's pretty good. And it, it came in a set with a DVD of a fish tank. Oh. Yeah, fishies. so summer or winter, I'm covered. That's pretty nice. That is yeah, pretty nice. It is nice. I don't know. I think it's kind of nice to put on like a crappy movie in the background. I mean, I think records are the best for something records? like that. Yeah, put like a like a Badfinger record or something on. Okay. 
Right. Banking would be fun. The thing about records is they only go for about 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, you know, flip them over shit. and then change it. What I also have is a Bluetooth speaker. It's and Spotify. Nice. Well, I mean, I'm I'm more of a private collection gal. Okay, that's fine. That's good. But uh, I mean, if you're more of a private collection, I feel like you would like the pageantry of having like an actual vinyl record along. You know, with the I would think that, but I I really feel like it's a waste of space in my life. Well, I agree to disagree. God oh. damn it, we're going to have to fight now. Fight, fist, fight, fist. Actually, before we do, pass it around. We're getting to Stupid Games that Jingle yeah. just played. Stupid Games. And we're starting off with the traditional good old 9-volt battery. Cause you I'd know rather we got... have a fist fight, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you remember, we explained it last time, but for every one of these movies, electricity plays a part somehow. In this one, it's what killed everything. At the Why? Yeah. Man, with kaiju films, I mean, it's a You've joke. You've been we licking did. that battery for 30 seconds, yeah. okay. Luke. It's not been 30 seconds. All right, guys. More like 15 seconds. Well, for us three, you guys ready? Three, two, fun. Ooh. It's like Alex likes it. Luke likes it too It's kind of fun. It's like, I mean, it was my idea, I believe, to start doing it in the first place. But it's yeah. so it's so persistent in the kaiju films. I could see I could see Luke sitting like in front of his television, watching something like Adventure Time with a battery Jerking on it. his tongue. Yeah, uh, I don't do that. I think it's just maybe I just want a kid. Oh, I like I get them, I can introduce them to stuff like this. I, I thought you were gonna say no. It'd probably be a regular show. What now? Do I have to put it on my tongue and then talk about it? Mm-hmm. No. Well, you've done this before. I've done it once before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird, right? I guess I'm like always surprised by time. people that didn't, I don't like, like it. Do it as a kid. Yeah. It feels like yeah. This is the kind of stuff my brother used to tell me to do. He goes, "Oh, it tastes cool," and I'm just like, "No, it's horrible." And then he's like. Why don't you poop in this paint can? I'm like, you're it's it's insane. it's 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 science. Every time we have do this podcast, we're technically doing Listen, science. No, it's not science. <laughs> it's 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 as much science as pooping in a paint can, my friend. It's true. Well, I mean, if you put a lid <laughs> on that true. paint can and save it for observe, later, observe the uh, accumulation of gases. If you put lipstick on a can of paint, doesn't make me want to come any less. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Well, our other game, we've been doing one almost every episode. It's been a real big fun, which is Call Aaron Klopfer. Uh, but we've used our call for the day, so I guess we're just going to have to bring Aaron Klopfer himself over here without oh, calling I him. don't like him. Aaron! Oh. Aaron, get over here! <laughs> Stop playing Super Smash Brothers. Get in here. Pause it. Ah, jeez, oh, Aaron. We did this whole bit. We planned it ahead. We can vamp for a second, I guess. It's pretty good. I don't think anybody can hear you, so just shut up. I've been doing needle felting <laughs> and watching Daria. Oh, that's pretty great. I've Daria is my show. There was a Daria and Jane at C two E two. I believe it. Yeah. Because that's where all the losers go. Yeah. I hope <laughs> I hope they were dating. That's like, you I think, think they like were to, like walking around just besties? Yeah. That's ideal. Like yeah. the only problem I have with Daria is that every person I've ever seen in a Daria costume is obese. And Daria herself is very slender and I don't understand. I don't get it. Which is why I would never dress as Daria. <laughs> Aaron, shut up! Because the people who like want to play Daria just happen to They relate be to her, right. but they're just fatties. And I really feel like Daria... Oh, no. You know. <laughs> I, that, that's, why, that's why I, like, I, I want to like cosplay as Spider-Man, but like the fat, oh, middle-aged Spider-Man yeah. from Earth-X. You know, the only person I can realistically cosplay as is Ursula from 
Oh, I don't say that. No. Have you have you seen these tits? They belong in an Ursula costume. I don't know if that's a compliment or eh, that's a compliment. I think. Yeah, that's a good. She's got great tits. Great tits. Great tits. Great tits. Best tits in that movie. Hey, Aaron, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I just lost in Smash. That's oh, okay. Man. Yeah. Guess what? You right. won in friendship. Uh, you guys, round of applause. Aaron Clapper is here as a surprise guest. Yay, Aaron! He only brought two t-shirts for the three hosts of this podcast. Brandon, and it's also the third one. Brandon, ask your question. Shut the fuck up, Luke. Um, bring it on, boys. Okay, so we watched Night of the Lepus, which was uh, bunny-themed. So we want to go with some bunny-themed questions. Would you fuck Lola Bunny from Space Jam or Lola Bunny from the Looney Tunes show? Uh, Space Jam, because higher grossing, therefore high, higher... Fucking. Fuck, man. You're good at this. All right. Well, I'm going to put my wow. first plant there. Solid logic. All yeah. right. Next, would you fuck Lexi Bunny from Lunatics, the ancestor and future descendant of Lola Bunny, or Patricia Bunny from Looney Tunes uh, show that's uh, that's uh, Lola's mom? Oh, okay. I was going to say which one's younger. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> no! Yeah, I'm going with the younger bunny. All right, Lexi Bunny from Lunatics. <laughs> She's not even going to exist for like another 200 years. That was just to make Mary upset. <laughs> okay, well, so I, did not, I did not know that show took place I in the I don't future. know who Lexi Bunny is. I've never even uh, heard of Lola Bunny before tonight. Uh, She's Lunatics both a calculator with a little attitude. She's a calculator? Yeah, she Wait, is. Actually, because if you type in 58008, turn that upside down. That's what I'm talking about. Lunatics is a very seldom known... Warner Brothers show where yeah. they basically tried to turn like uh, Lexi Daffy Bunny. Da- yeah, Lexi they basically Bunny. tried to turn like uh, all the Looney Tunes characters into superheroes. Yeah, like yeah. they did with Garfield. It was like, a failed pilot that was doomed to be a Puchinski of our generation. It's not a pilot. It's two full seasons. It's um, wait, yeah, two, two full seasons? Yeah. No, there's no way it's real. Lunatics Unleashed. Oh, yeah. Lexi Bunny is super sexy though. Good that's choice. Cute. Okay, that's who I said, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's. she's well, no, take a look, look at her. Look at, yeah, I'm seeing. I'm looking. Take she, a look at Patricia Bunny. Cause, <laughs> she's cute. Hey, no, look at. You Google Patricia Bunny because she's okay. also a bit of a MILF. All right, it's on. like, oh, are you into Jane or do you want Brittany the cheerleader? Well, who's I'm got into the, Jane. Who's she's got the, cutie pie. Which one's cooler? Oh, Patricia. Jane is cooler. Much Patricia cooler. thick. Yeah, she's thick, girl. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with Patricia. She could teach me some things. Yeah. Okay, all right. There, I, I Patricia's a bunny? It's worried you're make oh, a bad choice, but now you made a good that's one. That's a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, she is a rabbit. There's a lot of pornography if you Whoa. search for it. Yeah. Look so, at this. Oh, this is exactly how I would look in a basketball costume. Wow. You should yeah. go to C2E2 next year. No. Yeah, I'm going to go with Patricia. You know why? It's it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. She's like, yeah. All right. Final, I don't know. Yeah, I final question yeah. for special guest Aaron Clopper just for the segment <laughs> that he Whoa, ruined. Oh, look at this. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Look Damn, at that. Damn, dude. Quite. <laughs> Whoever the question is, I'm going to say Patricia Bunny. He likes, okay, he no, likes well, the for waves, this one, man. He likes those waves. Would you have sex with Lola Bunny from Tweety's High Flying Adventure or Lola Bunny from Baby Looney Tunes? Um... Okay, there was less episodes of Baby Loon Tunes, right? Yeah. Therefore, more obscure. Therefore, more rare. Therefore, more valuable. <laughs> no, it's a baby. Uh, more valuable, dude. You fuck. You if you're a collector, what do you buy? You buy the one that has less made. Oh, it's fucking... also bunny, so they can't sue. 
Yeah. <laughs> what a dark turn this took that I knew it was going to go down. How does <laughs> break down this question as a joke? He's going to say baby Looney Tunes no matter what I do. <laughs> How is Granny the same age? Like, even, like, when the Looney Tunes are young, babies, and then when the Looney Tunes They established on the first episode she's an immortal, and she's beheaded all the others. Wait, okay. so a baby bunny would be two weeks old, right? And then, like, after four Aww. weeks, it's like a grown woman. I think so. I don't know cartoon logic. I don't. I don't. I don't think bunnies typically live to eighteen. So you kind of <laughs> screwed either way. It's well. Okay, so sixteen and bunny years. That's... You're gonna hurt that. Why did you say sixteen friend. instead of eighteen yeah. and bunny years? <laughs> we're, we're in uh, we're in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where we famously record all of these episodes: Wisconsin, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, Alright, so first question A plus. Second, which was choosing Lola from Space Jam because it is the highest grossing film. Yes. Um, out of everything I've picked. Mm-hmm. Second one, uh, A plus plus. Patricia, she thick. She thick. She mad thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, carrots, I'll take two. Okay, the last question. <laughs> Jesus uh, The last question, I've dialed 911. The police are on their way and they will shoot you on sight. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's been a good run. So I get like a B. How about but I got you guys shirts, so A minus. Yeah, so you get an A minus. So yeah. you guys, you brag. I don't know, Luke. What do you say? Uh, I'll say a B. Just a solid B. Solid For him being a bitch to you. That's <laughs> yeah. a sassy little tiger. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a sassy little tiger. Rare. <laughs> I feel like because that segment took a little bit up long, and I didn't do any Ron Canada research, and we've already talked about Canada a lot and oh. Veggie Moy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this movie does suck. It took away Ron Canada from us. No, Aaron, stick around. Okay. Because we're going to do recommendation and plugs now, so you might as well just do it since you're okay, here. Okay, I got you. What did we, we're missing like four segments that we what Oh, we, did, well, we should do a kaiju. We can argue with the... Uh, with, uh... No, we have to do the segments. Okay, we'll do... Uh, what's the deal with these kaijus? 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 Great jingles. <laughs> oh, Tessa, Jerry I feel like as we keep doing it, my Seinfeld becomes more of a Don Knotts. Let's hear it again. Who wants to deal with these cashews? Yeah, you said yeah. I was definitely Nazi. leaning into the Don Knotts. Very at that Nazi, point, yeah. Like your eyes could be <laughs> ten times bigger and it would make more the uh, sense. Very Nazi. Yeah. Uh, I do like Very Don Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> yeah, very Nazi. <laughs> I thought of that in the shower the other day and it made me laugh my ass off. And I just said it right now in conversation. <laughs> yeah, Don Knotts. Because, uh, yeah, Nazi. Was, uh, I was trying to do a Don Knotts impression, then I was thinking, like, oh, that's not Don Nazi enough. And then, yeah. like... And I was like, well, this is... I might have just struck gold. Well, big hail! Oh. So, oh, no. four arguments. I've heard of Nazis and Mafia Dons, but a Don Nazi. <laughs> now. Dude, just can't live up to them. Aryans. <laughs> that was good. Oh my God. That was really good. That he always, he always did that. Good. He always did that sniff. Yeah. <laughs> So my mom watched a lot of Andy Griffith show. I feel so. like the only thing we should do honor to this film is actually have an argument. Were these giant rabbits kaiju's? Uh, I, I guess they were big enough, but also they're so fucking lame. They're really lame. Should, I mean, they're real cute. Should we add that to no. a new rule of like, if you gotta be a kaiju, you gotta be a little cool. 
I don't know. I feel like there would only be kaiju if you think of all of them as one entity, and I feel like a kaiju has to be a single entity. Like if there was a super giant rabbit that smaller rabbits came off of, like Clover. No, no, no. I'm just saying we have, we have that a was past, a great movie. We yeah, have a past. Good. I hated that movie. But we have a past like precedent for opinion. this because we have. I don't think well, we like each other. Actually, no. <laughs> I like you. What, what do like you have, Martin? Well, I was about to say, like, well, no, we. Have, but under the section anti-kaiju, we have puppet masters. So I guess if they were a thing, they'd be an anti-kaiju. Oh, well, anti-kaiju. Well, I mean, like the Joker. Of they, they just... Why so rabbit? Why so? What's the uh, not bunny? Lepus. <laughs> Why so Lepus? Why so baby Looney Tunes? <laughs> well, because like you brought up, Mary, you brought up at the beginning, like what they first showed were hares. Hares. Not rabbits, right? But then right. when they actually became giant, those were rabbits. Those were bunnies. Yeah, bunny rabbits. Like, actually, the rabbits that got big were domestic rabbits. And the rabbits in the control group, and in, like, the rabbits in the experiments, those looked like more wild rabbits. They were more the size. Yeah. But then Those the were rabbits, some rilfs. <laughs> I guess it'd be like maybe they like the rabbits were trained, so that's why they had to have like perhaps. But the the rabbits later in the film that were supposed to be giant, those were definitely like domestic rabbits. Those are the ones you buy at the pet store. And at the beginning, it was definitely so. There in the forties, there was this like uh, overpopulation of hares, and a lot of people went out there to kill all those rabbits and get the pelts to make into you know clothing and stuff and then they depleted uh, the population it was actually a, a huge problem but I did remember learning about that. Oh God! Please cut this out. Well, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put it at the beginning of the episode. Well, that, that, that's the same way that why I feel this would be it. a good I movie to watch, like either before or after uh, Watership Down. Yeah. It's not a kaiju. Probably before because Watership Down is actually kind of a good movie. Yeah, I'm gonna say put in the entire. I don't know about the new Netflix one, but the you original. You want to know a good movie? One. Under Siege. That was a great movie. World War Two thing or what? No. It had that guy and that gal. You know, the guy who stands and walks around. Oh, Rory Calhoun? Rory Calhoun? Yes! No, Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does walk really? and talk. Yeah. He... I love Steven. Yeah. I don't think he can do Me both too. at the same time, though. It's true. Just like a wrestler. Oh, Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, Steven Seagal's in this episode, I Wow. Steven Seagal. For knuckle sandwiches. I'm just saying, like, if you're thinking about watching this movie about bunnies, just rent Under Siege. You'll be much happier. Or red fucking Is that where he gives the big, the the big environmentalist speech at the end of it? No, he kisses that's, a busty blonde. Oh, yeah, that's the one where he's oh, like in the Navy. Mm-hmm. What? That, that's the one where he's in the Navy? Yes. Okay. On a boat. What's the one I'm thinking of that has like Dr. Cox from... Uh, <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Cox, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Doctor Dick? <laughs> but it's one where like it was like it was like a passion project for uh, Seagal, and like they he had, gives a speech at the end that's like uh, ten minutes long, but he, it was originally supposed to be like thirty minutes long. Mm. But the other producers of the movie like, please cut this speech. Oh man, it's I it's know. when like all of should we call Tyler Seagal... Jackson again? <laughs> yeah, I I call Tyler. No, no, we already called him once. I'll call him. No, don't. Okay, I won't. Okay. Yeah, no. he, he responded with. Dave Coulier, which what? gave us enough information. I oh, think. is the movie Dave Coulier? <laughs> could, could this segment be called, Ooh, I have Tyler's number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's also called... He will have to look cool. through the edit because, like, a lot of Tyler's number was <laughs> No, I got it. I just <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so, you might as well beep it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we won't have... His number won't be on the podcast. Yeah. 
he's going to be famous and he does not want to have to change his number once he's got all of his agents and, and you know, drug yeah. dealers Fuck on his phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, guys, let's You get... just keep licking the battery, you fucking weirdo. It's tingly. Do you want to lick it? No, I'm okay. Okay. I already did my episode. I don't understand okay. you, Luke. I don't understand you. So I think we That's should get... That's why I'm so interesting. I think You're we not. should... <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm kidding. No, oh, maybe he's honoring the bunny movie by being like the energizer oh, oh. that's why i'm so let's get him a bass drum and <laughs> right. see what he does well, let's get to those recommendations and plugs guys <laughs> I'm gonna go off first for my recommendations. You wanna watch? God damn it! That's a battery. Shit. That's a nine volt battery. If you wanna watch a good bunny movie, go home, treat yourself right, get Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit. Very great series. What a great movie. Good time for everybody. That's the only full length movie they made, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's, and a it's good fucking movie. great. Great movie. I watched all the other ones, all their shorts. Close shave. Yeah, I said all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you, uh, you want to go home watch another good bunny movie, go home and uh, rent Space Jam. It's not good, but it's like fun. Yeah, I have the argument all the time. I don't think it's that good. Uh, and honestly, you know what? I want to recommend uh, Baba for You, which is a video game that came out recently. Really fun puzzle game. Yeah, I've, uh, I had a friend recommend oh, I do want to play I that. Want, I keep wanting to buy that, but it's it's, just... it's real good. Maybe wait for a sale, though. Yeah. Yeah, it seems a little pricey for the... I feel like I would get I, like I through the first ten levels fine, but then I would get stuck because I've, I've heard I, it's pretty hard. I think it's completely worth the price because I've I've spent like four hours on it and I've only done like 20 levels. Yeah, I, I've also just been spending so much money Yeah, I've been too busy Switch having lately. sex, so sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Brandon. Hey, I saw Final Fantasy VII on your Switcher. Yeah, earlier, it's a so. lie. I'm a virgin. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Even your own wife won't have sex with you. I wouldn't if I saw <laughs> if I got myself playing Final Fantasy VII so this day in this economy. Aaron, do you got anything you want to recommend? Yeah, I was trying to find them. I know I don't remember. I saw it at my friend's house. It's this really funny, like fast-paced talking TV show where it's like they're a bunch of Southern boys and, they, and all the dialogue is really fast, like this. And they yeah, all, King of the Hill. Oh, don't shoot me. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I love mean, both those. Just shoot me. Oh, cowboys and Really fast-paced, silly dialogue. Everyone on the show, for the most part, is white, which feels weird. But oh, Scrubs. Oh, every show. <laughs> every show dating back from two thousand six. Seinfeld. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was it like Friends? Seinfeld. Yeah, it was. It was Seinfeld and Friends. <laughs> oh, Seinfeld and Friends. I've been waiting for that crossover. <laughs> Um, one plug I could remember is The Toys That Made Us. That's a really, really funny, uh, mm. it's just a cool documentary about how He-Man was basically made out of, like, just really greedy dudes trying to make what they had from old toy designs and just making money off of it. Nice. It's really good. He-Man was the shit. They did a good job. He did great. I really recommend it. And also, thanks to Reagan, because he rolled roll back regulation on uh, children's television. Yeah, toy. Like, you couldn't make, before him, you couldn't make a cartoon show... For kids that was also connected to a toy brand. Oh, shit. And then he was like, the only thing greater than these toys is my big dick. He said that? That's in the transcript? Also, he's, uh, the the thing was cool because, um, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. I got distracted by your dick riff. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, He-Man was basically made to compete with Star Wars. It was just totally a thing just made, like, how do we make, how do we take money from the Star Wars cut? They were right, man. They were right on the money for that. Oh, yeah, they were. Skeletor was 
My first All love. Of, they <sighs> break down why Skeletor was invented. Mm. In the beginning of the documentary, they, they, <laughs> they show you Skele- uh, where Skeletor came from. That's really fucked up. It, this, it involved traumatizing a child who later on became a toy director. Okay, now I've Really? It, it had to have an inspiration because it's like a man who's a skeleton. Seems kind of... Straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> you, you watch it. And Aren't like, we all man. Skeletors in the long run? <laughs> Though I do, like, I was, yeah. I was watching something like, uh, which gets my recommendation. Go to YouTube. There's a uh, channel called Pop Arena and he's doing this series called Knickknacks. Which is basically... It's a, <laughs> It's just knickknacks, but it's spelled, but it's spelled like... This uh, old man? <laughs> but it's spelled with no Ks, just Ns, and it's a, an oral history of every show Nickelodeon has ever had. Oh, and he's, go, he's going chronologically. Like, he's gotten... Uh, his longest episode so far has been the one on You Can't Do That on Television. Oh, that, that would like, be fun to watch. Big, but he's, uh, he's getting through it. Like in, he does like probably about an episode or two a month. Depending on like how long the last couple of episodes he can, because he does a lot of other stuff too. But like, search Pop Arena, all of his videos are cool. But Knickknacks specifically is something I'm gonna, that I'm really into. I'm gonna check that out. I yeah. like your other usual bullshit recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, lately I've been recommending like going to bed early, yeah. and having a fucking, hot shower. Yeah, those are those are actually really good recommendations. I love a hot shower and going to bed early. Oh, now, man, now, Luke, so what nice. is what is an oral history? It sounds sexy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is sexy, depending on what you're into. That's true. It's, it's what you do before a penetrative history. Yeah, my role, <laughs> so, we're all thinking the same thing, Patricia Bunny. I think that's when you start dating somebody she... and you're going over your sexual history, like, okay, who did you just do, like, mouth stuff with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a boring... My mom. I'm, a, I'm a married lady. That is a boring story. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Mary, you got any good recommendations for us? Yes. I would like to recommend the movie... Under Siege. <laughs> oh, yes. Hey, you sold me on that earlier. It's so good. It Pretty fat Steven Seagal. Has Steven Seagal. I mean, he's never he's not very been handsome. <laughs> and there is a busty blonde, and he saves her Ooh. repeatedly. And at the end of the movie, they kiss. And I turned to my mom. I think I, I was young. I was less than 10 years old. And I said, Are they going to get married? And she says, No. They're gonna have sex. <laughs> Hell yeah, mom! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, that so, sounds like that sounds like a fucking tagline for the movie poster. Gonna, you gotta see it. Are you gotta gonna, see that movie. Are, are they gonna get married? No, they're gonna have sex. They're gonna have sex. <laughs> Was she chainsawed and she put the cigarette out on your cheek after she said that? <laughs> That's actually where I got this scar. Did you see it and then think, "Oh, I know what happened." <laughs> I just thought you'd been kissed by an angel. Oh well. Well. For plugs, I think we can do it pretty quick. Me and uh, Martin run a very fun show every third Thursday of the month at Bonus Round Cafe in Chicago, 9 p.m. called Slender DMs. It's great. We just had our one-year anniversary. It's super fun. Be there or be square, you motherfucker. Come on out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and then also follow uh, Martin Felshman on Twitter at martinfelshman.com. No, it's Weird Thrift Shop. He switched me on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, Also great follow. Huh? Uh, I recommend following uh, Brandon Kirkman on Twitter. What's your Twitter again? At Kirkman Brandon. K-I-R-K-M-A-N-B-R-A-N-D-O-N. Oh, that's good. You got like a melody for it. Yeah. Um, I need those follows, baby. Uh, I recommend that. And then come out to the Cupcake Comedy Cabaret. That's every uh, every Thursday at uh, the Galway Cabaret. Whenever you have a slide into your DMs, we just make it an open mic. We just get rid of the fucking show. <laughs> Thank you. So, come on out. I'll say for plugs, uh, tell your friends about Podzuki. If you're listening to this and your friends don't listen to this, tell them about it. Yeah. yeah share, like, share the curse. Yeah. Start, uh, share the curse. <laughs> 
That's a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of Ponzuki. Oh my god. Spread it around. The Make words a mess. get stuck in my throat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then, uh, Aaron, Mary, do you guys have any plugs maybe together? Um, I recommend not following Brandon on Twitter. Well, you fucker. <laughs> you, said you know what? You didn't I... say no take backs. God, you got me in a trap. <laughs> you, you, no, you didn't say no plug backs. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, I have to kill myself after this podcast. So. Well, I'm glad we have that gun with one bullet. You said you'd line up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin, I'm going solo. Or you can take it as a sign of Aaron Klopper's taste and be like, oh, he likes shitty things, so I should yeah. follow Brandon Kirkman. Uh, Brandon, oh. Brandon Kirkman is a solid follow on Twitter. However, if you are a lady into makeup videos, you can find me on YouTube. I'm on the YouTubes and I do little vlogs and makeup videos. Also, I run a monthly show at uh, it's third Fridays at the American Legion, Montrose and Western. All proceeds uh, benefit veterans organization, and they just made me an honorary member and gave me a key to the Legion Hall. What's the showcase? What's the name of the YouTube channel? Is it just Mary. It's Runkle? just at Mary Runkle. Uh-huh. Hey, and. If you want to play pool with me any day of the week and drink $1.50 PBRs with $2 shots, I can make that happen, my friend, at the American Legion. Go to that showcase on Fridays. It's great. Yes. Sounds fun. Oh, I'm so sure you think it sounds fun, Luke. Oh, fight, fight, fight. It's been building to this. All right, well, we have to let the knife fight, so we'll go with our usual sign-off. Hit him with the good stuff, Martin. Uh, wait, no, you don't have a thing to plug? He I, did plug it in. I just, despite, despite. Oh, Aaron, fight. you've been yeah. killing it. I've seen your fucking Insta feed. Yeah. yeah. All his Instagram. Just tell us your Instagram. I uh, had, like, one bad show tonight, so I'm very sad. Oh, <laughs> oh you're funny. Oh, I just Thank got you. back from a comedy festival where I opened for Brent Weinbach. Oh. <laughs> uh, follow me on, follow me on, thank you for the nice words, y'all. Uh, yeah, Aaron's very good at comedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Add Aaron Klopfer. Yeah. All right, uh, I think we should do our usual sign-off, then also get Mary to sing us out. So, uh, everyone knows, Robot Man only have one plan. Drive car fast. Hell yeah, dog. Shop Carfax. <laughs> the words get, get stuck, stuck in, in my throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> Him with the good stuff, baby. So stupid. <laughs>I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making a high-quality podcast called Destined Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey, I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Group T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant. Or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons. And I love anime. Here at Destined Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destined Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make The, the Mundane Fantastical! This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.